<clears throat> you know, I could put a dumb pun here about um, being like colorful or something. Because the festival of colors and polka dot cup. That would that would be humorous, right? Just a pun about being colorful. Fabulous I mean, or something. Sounds about right. Yeah. You could be uh over the rainbow. Uh huh. So excited. I'm just really tired actually, you know what? Like to be honest, I'm um Oh goodness gracious. I was I wish I were I had the energy to be more excited. Like Honestly, truly, truly and honestly, I wish I was more, more jazzed, you know, I, or I had the energy to be jazzed, but. Oh, <laughs> we could have introed this episode by just throwing Skittles at each other. <laughs> I taste yeah, the cause, rainbow. Because that would work in an audio format. They'd hear them hit you. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Wait. The closest approximation you'll get. I don't even know if this comes up in the mixer. Rain stick. Let's enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go and PvP. I'm one of your hosts, Steven, a.k.a. Boy in the Woods, joined, as always, by Jesse, a.k.a. Rocket Admin J. Give me gold trades! He's doing them right now. Uh, while I enter the show, it is Tuesday, March 7th, 2023, as we record this. Um... This is the sec- this is the first time I think we've done a regular podcast back to back. Uh yes. Yes, you're probably still recovering from the almost 3 hour long podcast we did last week. <laughs> um I apologize. Uh this will probably be a little bit shorter um cuz there's considerably less stuff to talk about. Um but I think timing-wise it worked out. Um plus I was incredibly punctual with putting that last podcast up. Um boy howdy. Um uh, we have a handful of things as the intro were uh, was pointing out uh, of topics to do with color. So we have the Festival of Colors uh, returning here shortly. Polkadot Cup, uh, the new Elite Raids, and some news on the Vancouver Regional, which Jesse and I will be um, will be at. So um, tune in if you're uh, listening to the podcast when it comes out on local services on Friday. Mm-hmm. And check us out. Go zero and two on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> and just hang out on Sunday. Uh huh. Um, that should be the Pokemon Go Twitch.tv/slash Pokemon Go and YouTube.com/slash Pokemon Go. I imagine. Uh, but hosted by Play Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but you're here for a Battle Science podcast right now, so let's get through the last little bit of housekeeping here. Um. We want to thank the wonderful Triple P's over at patreon.com slash battlescience. The Patreon podcast producers, Winston the Champ, Evo Sivo, Jamar, and Dan P, a.k.a. Sorov. Thank you, Patreon podcast producers. I know um, Jimmy Bo, send me a DM if you're listening to this ahead of time. Um, <clears throat> uh, the settings and stuff might be a little weird. Uh, we'll, we'll clear it up. Um... I know you're I know you've been working on it, so um Thank you to our awesome patrons. Yes, you can go over to patreon.com slash battle science to get the Battle Science podcast early for a dollar or more, uh, and get shout your name shouted out, uh, or your brand or what have you shouted out for uh five dollars or more at the Patreon Podcast producer tier. You will also get access to the Battle Science After Dark. Battle Science After Dark podcast, the B-Sad, um, <clears throat> where we talk about whatever 
Um, I imagine we're going to talk about Vancouver next week. Oh yeah, that'll on, probably be our patron or on, be sad on March. March is be sad. Last be sad, we talked about video games. So we talked. Uh, I think I talked about. Uh, I talked about God of War and Hi-Fi Rush. You talked about Metroid and Firm Blurton. Huh? Firm Blurton. Oh, Fire Emblem. <laughs> I guess that's one way to pronounce it. Firm um, Blurton. If a bit incorrectly, I guess. Um, <clears throat> that game that's from Japan with the anime sword fighters. Boy, howdy! You don't want to know the amount you you can't even fathom the number of games you have just described. <laughs> The one from Smash Brothers. <laughs> Doesn't help. Doesn't help much. <laughs> that narrows it down to about four. Uh, let's see. Xenoblade. Um, Persona. Persona doesn't have a sword. It's a dagger. Joker doesn't have a semantics, a bladed weapon. Okay. Um, you have Zelda. I guess Link. kind of sort of anime sword fighter. Does Pit count? From Japan. Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm going to say that counts. Um, and then Hero. Yep, Hero. Oh, God, who am I Cloud? missing? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> How did I miss Cloud? <laughs> no, Cloud and Sephiroth. Yeah, anime oh, yeah, sword fighters with games but from Sephiroth Japan. Sephiroth is the anime sword fighter. He's uh, the lead singer of a Midwest emo band. <laughs> Actually, no. Honestly, these days, it wouldn't surprise me if he wasn't part of a... Uh, um, Metalcore group, lead singer of a metalcore group. He gives off um, motionless and white vibes, to be honest. But sheathing that sword and moving on. Um, <clears throat> uh, to less anime sword fighters, honestly, that does sound like a fun conversation to have. Um, let's bump into the news. Giddy up now. This is the news roundup. What? You gotta. Okay, it's useless. It has bad moves. I know. Um, actually, the first thing we're going to talk about is actually Gimme Ghoul. Um, in a weekend, what did I call it last week? Weekend update kind of thing. Weekend happenings. Um, so one of our local communities, uh, the Kirkland community, um, shot out like I don't know if. I got the notification kind of late, but then again, I got a third party from Jesse, so... Um, I'm a little insulted he didn't in invite us or tell us. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I didn't... I'm not on that Discord, so if there was a, an at everyone, um, I didn't see it. Same. Um, <laughs> but the Kirkland community uh, did a, uh, a small little park, like, lure up uh, gathering thing with the Golden Lures... Um, from sending postcards into Scarlet and Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet um, to help the community gather a bunch of gold coins to evolve their Gimme Ghoul. Um, so I'm going to butt in really quick here. Yes. Um, the way you get the gold lure is five days. Is it five or four? Five. Not necessarily. You don't have to do it consecutively. It's just a total of five times. The account that has sent over a postcard to Pokemon Scarlet or Pokemon Violet, right? Upon the fifth day, will get the golden lure. It's in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> These golden lures, you can only get one at a time, so you do have to plan to use it. But you can kind of play around it with it. With um, like for example, I got mine today, as of this recording on Tuesday. So I will be able to use mine at Vancouver on Saturday, and then my fifth day will be Sunday while we are there, so I will get my next one. So, but please continue. Um, uh, so Golden Lures give you more items. They have a chance to give you... Actually, they have a guaranteed chance on spin to give you coins. Yeah, but it's um, a range we saw anywhere between 5 to 50. Yeah. Um. So... I don't, it's probably... It, Spur of the moment, Sunday morning. Uh-huh. Um, a handful a handful of people already had golden lures, um, so they let the community know, say, that they were going to um, put them up in the park. Hey! <laughs> hey! HR, no grinding! Lay down! I get your itchy. Lay down! <laughs> He's getting That's my at. chair, dude! 
Lay down. Parker, throw it back. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Parker is my dog. We call him HR. He is Battle Science's human resources. He is adorable. And now he's laying down. There you go, buddy. But he is, was also stuck his, his nose. He's a chocolate lab. Um, he stuck his nose in my pocket, my, my jacket pocket, which was humorous. Um, and then he started grinding his butt. His, uh, his, On the armrest. Yeah. Um, to scratch himself. So, of course. What a goober. But, yes, um, we uh, bolted down to Kirkland. Mm-hmm. Um, and I you handed out so many coin bags. Yeah. So, when, to pay back their community for letting us come out and basically take advantage of the lures, I told them I'd bring my Switch out and hand out gimme ghoul bags to anybody that wanted them. Ended up doing the whole event just doing that, which was fine. I had uh, the fortunate of being on top of two of the stops that were lured up. Three. You are three. For the whole event. So uh-huh. I was easily able to get about 100 just by having the Go Plus grab You should them. have had 400. I got 300 for the day. Okay. Because I got 400 plus. Okay. From those couple stops. Okay. Because I didn't move anywhere else either. But, yeah, I spent most of the day giving out the community. For some people, their very first one. I actually had a couple people say, hey, can we come and get one from you tomorrow here, too? And I was like, I'm not local. And they're like, where are you from? I'm like, Snoqualmie. And they're like, whoa. Yeah. I think Jamar even messaged me later and said we were the ones that traveled the farthest. I mean, makes sense. <laughs> we're the only ones that really care. But they posted this meetup on other social event, social media, because that's how I found out about it, was someone from the Issaquah group. Uh-huh. And what? Yeah. Todd ah, jerk. Jamar. Yeah, see? <laughs> does he really does he does he really deserve that pizza? I know, right? But <laughs> we love you guys. Uh we uh I want to say we had people from Monroe. Mm-hmm. We had people from Issaquah, Renton, Seattle, Bellevue and Redmond, I think. But there was a lot of people that came out and, you know, some people that we knew from other tournaments that we've gone to for Silk Road, for people in other communities that we've met up with. And it was just nice. I'd say we roughly had soft guests, 80 people there. There was a handful. And it was like a regular community day. I would say it was, I think Jamar even said that that was a better turnout than the past couple of community days. Well, to be fair, the past couple of communities have been pretty chilly. I mean, that's true. Not that uh, not that Sunday was any better. No, it was pretty nippy. Um, but yeah, I would say going forward, if you're in a community or know someone that does these gimme ghoul, bo- gimme ghoul boxes daily, get a couple people together and do this. It was a really good turnout. And we here in locally in our area had one person that did it since day one and even – with just one lure, there was 10 people for mm-hmm. a half hour. Um, and my thought is that if you can time it with a rocket takeover event where rocket stops are more common, um, that will actually allow you to spin the stop more often. Once you beat the, you can spin the stop, beat the rocket, and then once you've beaten the rocket, it will audit the cooldown rule. Yeah, the cooldown will automatically reset and you can spin it again. Yeah. Um, which over time doesn't necessarily give you a ton of faster but it can reduce the cooldown i think it's like what two minutes is the cooldown for a stop that sounds right plus Um, you can get the uh a butt ton of items so it's like really good to plan that around post community day or post event Mm -hmm. dates yeah so you can just mad stock up on or even pre yeah that's true yeah help people uh help people prepare so i think i was with the hoan tour and the Fighting type and with Neltans and stuff that I've been doing, I was under, I think, 30 Ultra Balls and or under 300 Ultra Balls, and I walked away with 600. Oh, no. Look at you. <laughs> under 300. I don't think I've been past 200 in a long time when it comes to Ultra Balls. So, but Yeah, it was a like fun you. little random experience we had. Mm-hmm. Um, getting into the future events, uh, Festival of Colors returns for 2023. Mega Medicham and Bruxish debut during the Colorful Celebrations second year. Um, 
We did reference that Mega Metacham was coming out. That is going to be from Wednesday, March 8th, so tomorrow, to Tuesday, March 14th, uh, next week uh, at 8 p.m. local time. Um, excuse me, goodness gracious. Uh, and Bruxish will be part of the event as well. Uh, celebratory colors, keep an eye out. Trainers will find a colorful surprise around Pokestops as they walk close to them. Uh, event bonuses, lure modules activated during the event will last for three hours. Uh, take a few snapshots every day during the event for a surprise, and friendship levels will increase twice as fast. I imagine that's Pokemon friendship levels? No, it's actual friendship. Oh. Well, good to know. Hello, Parker. I do appreciate you. Um, collection challenge of Festival of Colors Collection Challenge is coming soon. Complete the collection challenge by the end of the event to earn uh, 20,000 XP and a lure module. Uh, wild encounters following Pokemon may appear more frequently in the wild. Uh, Paris, Krabby, Coughing, Natu, Wobbuffet, Shuckle, Wingle, Plant Cloak, Burmy, Sand Cloak, Burmy, Trash Cloak, Burmy, Stunk, uh, Stunky, Bruxish, uh, and some trainers might even encounter the following Lickitung and Galarian Zigzagoon. Um, let's see. Of these, like a tongue is going to be a reasonable, pretty, or like a tongue is going to be one to look out for. Galarian Zigzagoon is probably going to be one to look out for, though it's had a community day and a rerun. Um, we'll get into bro- how we feel about Bruxus here in a moment. Um, the Burmy lines are somewhat solid, and Wing Wobbuffet's not, um, so <clears throat> not Shadow. So, personal opinion on this event. Uh, Paris, I know it can cause seizures for some people that played Arceus. Fear the Paris. Not it's seizures, it's PTSD. PTSD. Yep. Um, good one for Stardust. If you want to grind for Stardust, Paris gives extra Stardust. Um, as far as competitive, Wobbuffet for the XLs. So once they do come back in Rockets, you can max out the Hundo if you want to do that silly stuff. Uh, Wingle for Pelipper. Pelipper is still very meta-relevant with the Wing Attack buff for Great League. Uh, Trash Cloak Burmy for the Wormadam. Uh, good chance to find good PvP IVs for that one. And Stunky is not bad as Skunk Tank. It's It lives in the shadow of Drapion, but it, in metas where Drapion is banned or uh, stun, stunk, Skunk Tank has a chance to be better, I feel like it's one move off from being as on par with uh, Drapion. So definitely one to look out for if you're looking for a good dark poison for PvP. If you don't have the Drapion, it's a good alternative. Plus, it's got more bulk. So, and then obviously Lickitung, farm the Lickitung. All right, in raids, one stars Esper, Rockruff, Marini, and Bruxish. I didn't realize they would put Marini almost exclusively in raids. Well, it's not quite, but I think maybe I just haven't been to enough water biomes. Uh, Three-star raids, Executor, Alolan Executor, Cryogonal, and Dredigan. And in five-star raids, Ho-Oh, Mega Raids, Mega Metacham. Um, They didn't say that Ho-Oh will have Sacred Fire. They did not, which doesn't surprise me. They can turn that on and off as they want. Um, This is the interesting little bit here. Uh, Field Research Task Encounters, event-themed field research uh, tasks, will be available. The following Pokemon will be available to encounter when you complete field research tasks. A quick reminder, trainers, the Oricoro you encounter will be different styles depending on where they are caught in the world. Um, Alolan Grimer, cast form, sunny form, cast form, rainy form, cast form, snowy form, cast form, plant cloak, burmy, sand cloak, burmy, trash cloak, burmy, uh, Oricoro, 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 and Oricoro. Um, For us here in the States, it's the pom-pom style. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine your Burmies are going to be a random chance between the three on completion of a particular field task, uh, field research task, and then the cast rooms are probably the same thing. They will probably be. Watch them take my advice and change it to a catch five on their boost. Maybe. <laughs> Honestly, it would be fitting. Um, and avatar items. Um, cast forms... Sunny and rainy form cast forms. Actually, snowy form cast form. Uh, honestly, all of the cast forms have had uh, little spotlights on them. Um, 
in past uh, specific metas, specifically almost exclusively Sylph metas. I don't know if GBL metas have ever had a cast form. Really uh, the rank normal high. one was good for one of them. I don't remember which one, though. Okay. Um, very spammy. Reasonably bulky. The biggest thing is trying to find one with good IVs. Um, well, actually, no, I take that back. Because weather boost doesn't boost IVs. It boosts level. Um, finding a snowy cast farm when you're in a region that it doesn't snow very often, or when it does snow... Uh, it becomes very difficult to traverse uh, the outside where they want you to go. Um, this is probably going to be one of the more consistent uh, instances in which you can get cast forms um, of weather types you don't normally see. So I, it's not a bad idea to go out and get a few and trade them and stuff. So that would be my recommendation. Uh, let's talk about Bruxish. Brooks-ish. Brooks-ish. I feel like I'm butchering it, but that might also be my um, improperly pronounced S's coming back from when I was a child. Um, Moveset-wise, Confusion, Water Gun Bite, as fast moves, charge moves of Aqua Tail, Psychic Fangs, and Crunch. That sounds fantastic, doesn't it? Well, it's it's attack-weighted, so... (laughs) You're looking at a base stat of 137.2 in attack, um, 100.3 in defense, and 118 in stamina. Um, it has a moveset of... It's it's an attack-weighted water, which in, in the absolute crazy biodiversity of water types in Pokemon Go... Um, is quite lackluster when it comes to its bulk. Um, the attack weight doesn't help it. Um, there are things that already are water psychic or uh, are pseudo water that are pseudo psychic. Um, it doesn't help that. It 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 comes out in a time where it really doesn't. Uh, it doesn't help itself stand out. It, it doesn't stand out. Yeah. There are, are better Pokemon on both sides of its moves or both sides of its types where you have better water type and you have better psychic type that are more diverse that just have better bulk or just better play in general. Um, niche metas, uh, metas that only that require a Pokemon that doesn't level up. Um, this might actually be somewhat interesting or not level up, but evolve. Um, this might actually be somewhat interesting. Um, the fact that it has double debuff moves, um, is pretty solid. It helps uh, confusion a lot. Uh huh. Oh goodness gracious, it does. Um, if this ever comes out as a shadow, um, <laughs> we might be looking at a really crazy hitter. Um, shadow confusions basically date back to like the original release of shadows with Alolan uh, Hypno. Hypno and Alolan or Executor. Mm. Um, as being just huge powerhouses. Um, the attack weight doesn't help itself here. I think if it does get the shadow, that will definitely push it in a reasonable direction. In a reasonable direction, um, but probably more for more niche metas um, than overall GBL. You'll probably still see a couple of them out and about, um, but I don't think you'll see um, anything quite... Super fantastic. So, uh, that is it. Mega Metacham details. All we know is Mega Metacham doesn't help it get to Ultra League. It doesn't get high enough for Master League. Um, Jesse's shaking his head. Um, the only benefit is that a Mega Metacham has to be at a lower level for Great League than a standard Metacham. Um, so you kind of have to wait. I mean, I mean, really, the only benefit is here is the typing for candy boost. Yeah, for for mega, um, the the benefits of having a fighting psychic um, mega, as far as both catch candy, uh, XL candy, etc., um, that is definitely helpful. But not to mention, if you don't want to do ho ho raids, 
or a one or three star, this isn't a bad one to catch because that is also excels towards if you are trying to make your great league one. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, let's see here. Is there anything else that I'm missing? Nope. That should be it. Oh, um, do know the three hour lure duration will not apply to the golden lures. Those are. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> those are, those are hard coded to one hour. So 30 minutes. Oh, that's right. 30 minutes. So everything else, though, your regular lure, your magnetic lure, your grassy lure, bossy lure, uh, those will have the three-hour bonus. Mm -hmm. All right. uh, I'm going to change the order. Which would be great for Saturday. Yeah, I I guess. Yeah. Um, If we get stops. (laughs) True. Uh, Reggie Drago arrives in Elite Raids, speaking of Saturday. Uh, Saturday, March 11th at 11 a.m., Saturday, March 11th at 2 p.m., and Saturday, March 11th at 5 p.m., Elite Raids will hatch with Reggie Drago. Um, Exclusive timed research will be available to trainers who complete an Elite Raid. Time research can only be received once. Complete the research tasks to earn Reggie Rock Candy, Reggie Ice Candy, and Reggie Steel Candy. What are Elite Raids? Uh, Elite Raids are a challenging variety of raid battle. They appear from special raid eggs that take 24 hours to hatch. Once the raid egg hatches, a raid boss will appear for 30 minutes. But take note that Elite Raid bosses can only be battled in person. Gather your friends and prepare for an epic confrontation. Delete Reggie Drago in an Elite Raid. You'll earn the opportunity to catch it. Remember, trainers will not be able to participate in Elite Raids using remote raid passes. Um, They aren't mentioning anything about uh, Pokemon spawning around them. Around the raid location. Uh, have they stopped doing that? I don't think that was... I think you're thinking of com- the Community Day ones. Mm-mm. Did they do that? No, I want to say Hoopa, you had the chance for the the, uh, the Kanto birds. birds. Am I wrong? No, that sounds right. Huh. So I wonder if they turned that off, because that also was something that uh, a lot of people weren't thinking that that was a very good um, benefit. Um, one thing to note from my understanding from what I've heard through the grapevine, mm-hmm. this is a, if you are a decent raider and you know what you're doing with optimal counters, it takes five people. Mm, okay. Well, where we're at, those raid lobbies are going <laughs> to fill quick. up. <laughs> yep. The benefit is we'll probably get in the first part. Mm-hmm. Because we have to line up for uh, getting in roughly about 11. Okay. I thought it was. I thought we would have to be in there earlier. I, I don't know. I haven't checked. Okay. I need to talk with uh, people that have gone and see what they think. Mm. Parker, I love you, but I do have to stop petting you. I'm sorry. I love you. But yeah, if you are someone that is in a community, uh, start chatting around. See if other people are going to be doing it. Uh, is this something that's game breaking? No, but do try to at least grab one if you're going to do any, because we aren't sure when this is going to come back. And it feels like they're going to start putting a lot of the newer content. If with this, it's introducing a new uh, legendary. Mm-hmm. It seems like this might be their way going forward of introducing, not necessarily like box art legendaries, but offshoots, mythics and stuff. Yeah. So with Reggie Drago and Reggie Alecki, do you think later on we'll see the Galarian birds? As elite raids, mm-hmm. uh, it's po- I mean it's possible because they are mythics; they're legendaries. That would have been a cool one to put as a five star for the color of light color festival. Which one? The Galarian birds. Mm. I think as far as the festival of colors, I think Ho Oh makes sense. For sure, rainbows. For sure, which apparently, apparently the um, the last episode of the Ash uh, main character Pokemon anime. Is this a spoiler? Uh, the uh, the the title of the episode was released on uh, the Japanese TV guide, um, and it has something to do with like uh, rainbow or something. Okay. So the thought is is that um, it's something to the effect of the the description of the episode was also released. And it's basically Ash talking with Gary and Gary being like, so do you feel like a Pokemon champion now? Um, and the thought is that like Ash will go catch Ho-Oh or something at the end of the episode. 
Huh. Which would be sick. Because in the first episode, they see Ho-Oh flying away. Well, it's interesting, too, because they did a whole movie spinoff with him talking with Ho-Oh. Hmm. That's how they introduced uh, Zoro- Zorark. The Thundercat thing. Oh, okay. Zorark. Because he got, he got a rainbow feather. Oh, interesting. Well, maybe he catches this one instead. And then in the series with Go, they also meet it again, too. Interesting. Because the, uh, the movies are like canon but not canon, aren't they? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I want to say like most anime movies, they're canon but they're not canon. So It doesn't count. That encounter doesn't count. Um, because t- canonically, Ash has met three Mewtwo's now. I mean, if you count the movies, yeah. But also, there's a fourth one in uh, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. Lol, and the one that's just battling in uh, Pokémon tournament. Yeah. Because why not? I smell a challenge. Um. Yeah, Reggie Drago. Oh. Uh, move set as of uh, as of right now, Game Press is listing uh, Reggie Drago's move sets as um, Bite, Outrage, Dragon Pulse, and Hyper Beam. It's bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish it were better. It could be really cool. It could have Dragon Breath. It could have Crunch. It could have had Dragon Breath and Crunch. Smiley's hello. <laughs> True, I know, but it, then it's not dark, so it's not weak to fighters. It's just Dragon. And it's chonky. Or it could have flamethrower. Like he could have a much better moveset. I actually don't know what its core moveset is in the main series game. Um, but I bet it's got a better moveset than this. Do you think it's got does it have lo- have lock on? I don't know. <laughs> Just every Reggie should have lock on. Every Reggie should have lock on. That would be amazing. When are we getting Reggie Fizeme? <laughs> <laughs> my doesn't body work. is ready. D- <laughs> it's my body is Reggie. And he doesn't work for Nintendo anymore. They'd have to outsource his, or they'd have to contract with him to get his license. That's secretly who's in the Reggie Reggie Gigas suit. Reggie Gigas is a Reggie Gigas is a mech suit, <laughs> and it's Reggie Fizeme piloting it. Reggie, get in the robot. <laughs> but Dad, oh, he was aye too aye good aye. for us. I don't think he was too good for us. I think he did a pretty pretty darn good job um now we got bowser and i got no problems with bowser um yeah it's not a great move set as of right now but again it could change so we'll see it could get uh it could get it could get lock on if it, it does had look lock really on, cool though it like, does the newer it's just look an really cool. orb with a dragon mouth that's sick so, fun fact uh-huh. for anybody that wants to be super nerd, uh-huh. um, each of the Reggies represents an age. Huh. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought the... That's right, because it's the Stone Age, the Iron Age, the Ice Age. Uh, what's the Dragon Age? Is Dark that? Age. Oh, interesting. Like medieval. Okay. And then... Um, the Reggie Lecky is the... Modern day? Yeah. Interesting. So probably won't see another Reggie show up. Unless they do like a psychic one. Future. I guess. Um, Make it a moon. It's not a moon. It's a space station. We c- Honestly, we could see it as a uh, paradox. We could see a paradox form. Yeah. That would make sense. But you do know the whole paradox thing, right? No. It's that they're, they're paradoxes. They shouldn't exist. Oh. That like um, Wild Wake isn't necessarily a past form of Suicune. It's just a version of Suicune that shouldn't exist, and thus it is a paradox. Oh, okay. A parabox. Cubes? Parabox? I don't know. Yeah. Dumb joke. Um, um, yep. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, March Community Day uh, in two weeks, Saturday, March 18th, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., Slowpoke and Galarian Slowpoke. Trainers, we're excited to announce Slowpoke and Galarian Slowpoke. The dopey Pokemon will be featured during March Community Day. Um, It would be hilarious if this was actually, if they did this in April. They're like, March Community Days, April 
3rd or whatever the first weekend in April is. This would like, have been a more fitting community day for April. Yes. Um, but I also appreciate it. I think it's a reasonable one. It's really interesting because both sides of the community were like, you know what? Okay. Like, I didn't hear anybody complain about Slowpoke. And that's a good thing. Yeah, it's got a lot of... Um, It's got, it's got a lot of four potential. evolutions. It's got four evolutions. One it's got mega. a mega. Does it have a J Antimax? No. Okay. Um, I think the only Pokemon that holds that record for literally everything is Charizard. What? Crack interrupt too well. Okay. I've got the radio broadcast going okay. in my ear. Um it's got a great move diversity, and I'm trying to think of uh, something that has everything. And Pikachu doesn't have a Mega. Raichu doesn't have a Mega, which is really weird. Snorlax also doesn't have a Mega, but it does have a Gigantamax form. Yep. So that is bizarre. Huh. Did Charizard get its own Z-move? Yeah. Like exclusively it? Yeah. Dang, all right, Charizard, go off. I mean, it's their poster child. True. Um, well, I mean, I would have thought like Pikachu. Well, yes, but would have been would have been higher, but I guess it's Charizard's the edgy more teenager it's fan f- favorite. Yeah, Gengar does too, actually. Omega Gigantamax, and a Z move. Interesting, huh? It doesn't have an alternate form though. It doesn't have what? It doesn't have a regional form yet though. Neither does Charizard. True. Which we've only ever had one regional trio as far as starters. Which is the Hisui. Yeah. We could see a Gengar. <coughs> that would be interesting. Um, yes, let's get into uh, Slowpoke and Galarian Slowpoke. By the way, uh, their shinies are not great. Um, what are you talking about? Galarian Slowpoke is awesome. Is it yellow? It's pure yellow. Oh, okay. That's right. Uh, sorry. Cantonian Slowpoke Shiny is not great. Um, it is just a lighter shade of pink. Um, it's the vitamin deficient Slowpoke. Uh, slow blow. Slow, slow blow. Slow bro. <laughs> slow bro. Galarian Slow Bro. Slow King and Galarian Slow King evolve all of them during the event or up to five hours. Five hours after, get the those that know the Charge Attack Surf. Um, that's great coverage considering uh Slowbro and Galarian Slowbro or Slowbro and Slowking have what? Confusion, water gun. What else do they have? For charge moves? Yeah, in general. Fire blast, blizzard. In the in this game. Yes. They have fire blast and blizzard right now? Yes. Um water pulse, psychic. Is water isn't water pulse just better? It's bad. Oh, okay. Surf is better. Okay. Um, I don't remember the Galarians, though. So there's... Um, oh, Slowking has Future Sight. And they all have Confusion. Yeah. Sick. Uh, so get ready for some... You drop this king at, with, <laughs> like, uh, the Surf TM. Uh, and, like, what's up, bro? And then hand in your bro a Surf TM. Because, like, Slow Those bro also have Shadows. Slow king. Or Cantonian does. Oh, that was released a long, long time, time ago. ago. Yeah, that's I can't imagine a whole lot of people still have that. No, but you'll be able to elite TM it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I I guess so. If it comes back, see, that would be a really cool thing to do. Put those in rocket balloons during community community hours. You would hope. <laughs> you would hope. Uh, this does help it move its relevance up more with surf. Mm-hmm. On all forms. Oh, yeah. Um, considering uh, Galarian Slowbro has, what, uh, Poison Jab? Yeah. And Slowking, I think, also has it? Mm-hmm. Um, no, not Galarian Slowking. Er, oh. Galarian Slowking has it, but not the Canton. Uh, right. The Galarian forms have poison, poison moves. Yeah. With also psychic moves. Yes. With also water moves. Now. They're very diverse. Um. Community Day, Special Research Story, Slow and Slower, Dollar, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, three times XP for catching Pokemon. Uh, two times chance for trainers level 31 and up to receive Candy XL from catching Pokemon. Incense, excluding daily adventure incense, activated during the event will last for three hours. One additional special trade can be made for a maximum of two for the day. Two times candy for po- catching Pokemon. Handing me my phone. Uh, lure modules activated during the event will last for three hours. Take a few snapshots during community day for a surprise. Trades will require fifty percent less Stardust. Um, One other thing, I don't know if it's in the announcement there or not, uh-huh. but I heard somewhere. I'm not confirmed. It might still be on the page there mm-hmm. that to evolve the requirement to evolve them. Is it right there? Mm-hmm. Okay, go for it. Uh, before trainers can evolve Galarian Slowpoke into Galarian Slowbro, they usually need to catch 30 Poison-type Pokemon while adventuring with Galarian Slowpoke as their buddy. But on Saturday, March 18th, from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. local time, trainers will instead need to catch 30 Psychic types while adventuring with Galarian Slowpoke. Uh, keep an eye on the clock. This brain-bending change won't last past 10 p.m. Um, so basically, it swaps its requirement for catching. Um... It does have to be your buddy, I believe. So mm-hmm. that is the one downside is your buddy catch bonus won't be there unless you have a high enough friendship level with Slowpoke. Uh, and bonus raid battles after Community Day. Trainers will be able to take on special four-star raids split between Slowpoke and Galarian Slowpoke. Um... Timed research. Timed research focused on Slowpoke and Galarian Slowpoke will be available from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. Complete tasks related to catching these Pokemon to earn up to four Kings Rock. Uh, field research. March Community Day themed field research will be available. Catch Slowpoke to earn rewards such as Kings Rock, Stardust, Ultra Balls, and more. And that is because the Slow King variants do require a Kings Rock. Um, and then. Slowpoke themed avatar items and stickers will be in the shop. A Slowpoke hat and a Slowpoke tail shirt uh, will be in the shop along with stickers. Um, yeah, this is a community day that realistically isn't all that bad. No. Uh, all things considered. So, um, yeah. It's, it's one to go hang out at. So, Go hang out. Go catch some Pokemon. Glare and Slowpoke are not all that common and haven't really been. They have spawned in the wild before, but they've been, I think, rare spawns. Um, so that is not a it is not a bad time to go catch those. No. Um, and I I appreciate having that split with that the forms. Um, we've had it with Sandshrew. Have we had it with Vulpix yet? No. No. We we had the opportunity to have Vulpix and then we didn't have Vulpix. Um, so I mean, at any point in time, it could be a potential one again. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else has the split evolution or has two variants with the same evolutions and I'm blanking on it. Um, I guess we could have a Meowth, but that'd be a lot of Meowth because there's three forms of Meowth. Yeah. That would be kind of gross. <laughs> That's when they introduce payday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense because it's then on all of them. Yeah. Um, no, except for Perserker. Is it not on Perserker? Nope. It doesn't get payday? Well, I don't know if they did have it in that game. Uh, I would imagine so. It's odd. Um... Yeah, that's, uh, again, um, Saturday, March 18th from 2 to 5. All right, um, some details on Vancouver, 2023 Vancouver Regional happening this weekend. Uh, your Pokemon Go shoutcasters are going to be Steven Sanders, a.k.a. Speedy's Chief, uh, Caleb Pang. I, uh, what is it? Is this handle just Caleb Pang? I yeah. think it is. Oh, it's right here, at Caleb Pang. Uh Nick Levesi, uh, which I believe is, uh, is that Wholesome? No, that might be Butters. I don't know. I, <laughs> Look I at don't us. Know. We don't know our people. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, different handles. 
Uh, and Jim Lawson, which it might be wholesome. That's wholesome, yeah. Okay. Um, will be shoutcasting your Vancouver regionals for Pokemon Go. Um, I know Gabby Snyder has worked uh, on Pokemon Go before, but I believe she initially started with VGC. Yep. Um, so she is going back to VGC for this event. So, um, uh, was there another? Nope, no other item here. Um, other than the link I sent to you with all the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got those. Those that's a separate tweet though. Um, Vancouver Regional t- uh, Championships, Twitch.tv slash Pokemon for the VGC. Twitch.tv slash Pokemon TCG for the TCG and Twitch.tv slash Pokemon Go for Pokemon Go. Um, that's ridiculous. Um, so that is happening. We will be there. Will we be on stream? Probably not. Um, but we are locked in. Uh, teams are being calculated, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Anything else to talk about Vancouver? Um, not that I can think of. Okay. All right. How dare you not have an opinion? I mean, you... I'm going to do something cheesy and hope it works. Yeah. You know what? Go off. Pop off? Yes, King. Or, um, yeah, pop off of the Van Poppinoffs. Look out. He's popping off. Of the Van Poppinoffs. Um, yeah, if anyone's going to win a round, it's going to be Jesse. Um, I will probably go 0-2. Um, some of the... Is it most? Is it all of Wing Attack is going to be there? Most of them. Most of Wing Attack is going to be there, so Jmar is going to be there. Is Kano going to be there? Or is no, Kano they're in California. Kano's in California? Okay. Yeah, I was talking with uh, Mom, and she said... They would have to buy a plane ticket for him, but he has a lot of school right now. Mm, that's a bummer. Um, Finals and all. Um, yeah, so we're going to see a handful of the people from the... Ren? From which one? The Or is it the Linwood tournament up north? Where we met a lot of the wing attack crew? Yes. Yes, uh, sorry. Linwood. I was spacing um, out the... Uh, Jeez, uh, Nexus, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll be back up with them over the weekend. Uh, we'll probably see. I don't know who will. I don't know who else we'll see, but um, you know, um, we'll see some people. We'll hang out. Um, uh, all right. Final segment. Of the podcast, we are breezing through it. Um, let me click the button. Welcome to the meta analysis. Oh, um, speaking of uh, clicking the button, doing the transitions. Um, that's um, Krista dude. Krista dude, is he coming? I don't know. If anything, he's probably going to Portland. Um, haven't seen him in a while. I wonder if he's. I wonder if he's still playing the pogo. Um, we are going to talk about Silk uh, Arena Polka Dot Cup. Uh, that is April's meta. Uh, it is also a whitelist meta. We're going to like briefly run in here. Um, this is a decidedly quicker episode than last week, which I do <laughs> appreciate energy level wise. But um, um. Polka Dot Cup, April 2023, max 1500 CP. Uh, celebrate this spring by using 100 Pokemon from the Bug Fairy Field and Flying Egg Groups. Um, by the way, Blaziken is in the Flying Egg Group, with it being a fire fighting. Are its hair things wings? I don't know. <laughs> what a weird chicken. Speed. It's it's uh, one of the things they put on the back of cars. Spoiler? <laughs> Spoilers. It's aerodynamic. <laughs> Back up, Mike. Come here, Parker. Uh, Polkadot Cup rules. Polkadot Cup has a few special rules designated to provide added challenge and fun that differ from standard PvP combat in Pokemon Go. Teams of six, Great League. Uh, hatch a winning team. Build your team using Pokemon from a list of 100 Pokemon with Bug, Fairy, Field, and Flying type. Um, 
that's not quite right. Um, eligible list. What follows is the official list of fly uh, of exactly which species are permitted to use in Polka.com. Um, flying. It's not flying type. I believe it's the flying egg group. Mm. So field egg group and flying egg group from the main series game. So they grabbed that information. Um, so there is a hundred Pokemon here, and I could read them all. Um, should I do that? No, probably not. Okay. We um, have to come back to it at some point. That is true. Um, so the field egg group does have some interesting ones. Let's see. Bug, fairy, field, and flying. Um, oh. The bug and fairy, these are all egg groups. Bug and fairy egg groups. Because they have um, Roserade in the fairy image. So that's bizarre. Um, well, I think it's from the fairy egg group. Right. It's not a fairy type. It's not the fairy type. Correct. It's the fairy egg group, which is weird. Also, the bug egg group. So which the, is it weird. sounds like the whole theme behind this cup is knowing your egg groups from the main series games. Um. It, well, it's a whitelist. It's that's that knowledge is not a prerequisite. No. It, PvP knowledge is the prerequisite. Correct. Um, and knowing your matchups. Um, because this is a very odd mix of of Pokemon here. Um, Beedrill's the first thing that stands out here. They go from generation order. Um, so Beedrill's here, Dugong's here. Um, I don't think Vaporeon's really gonna to show off here. Nido Queen is not here, but Nido King is, and Nido King is a pretty reasonable one. Um, both Clefairy or Clefable and Jigglypuff are both here as well. So you are gonna have some fairy options here. Um. Uh, let's see. If you want some spice in the fairy group, Granbull is here. I don't think Josh Connor do very good, but it's an option. Um, Blazekin's going to be an interesting one. Dustox is here. Interesting that Beautifly is not, but Dustox is. Uh, Dustox is very, very bulky and requires a lot of resources. It does have to, it does require it to be, what, level 50 or so, depending on yeah. its rank. Yeah. Um, Normal form, cast form, not any of the others. Um, Sveal is here. Walrein is not. B-Barrel. Uh, Luxray might actually be interesting. Um, having Plant Cloak and Sand Cloak uh, Wormadams are here. Um, Roserade will be a, an interesting one. Double Legacy. Um... I think a spiced one here actually might be Hippowdon with its fangs. Yeah. That might be an interesting pick. Um, Togekiss is here in April. Um, spoilers, that might be getting a move update. So that might be a spice pick depending on when your tournament starts. Um, ooh, as always, Samurott. Samurott is here. And Samurott's got a really interesting uh, move type. Um Move combo of being a pseudo bug. Um, oh, Galvangel is here. That's probably going to be pretty dominant. Um, bug electric with some good spam and some good debuff. Um, Talonflame's dropped off. I don't know if Talonflame really shows up here. If Samurott's allowed, I don't know if Talonflame will be around. There's a lot of grass here, a lot of grass and bug, and Talonflame walls all of that hard. Mm -hmm. So um, allowing it to kind of just... Um, ramp up is a potential. Um, Charger Bug and Vika Volt. Araquanid. A handful of bugs from Gen 7. That's a reason. That's an interesting uh, interesting combo. Yeah. Um, Galarian Rapidash got a update. A move update somehow. I think something got, got buffed or nerfed. Wind, I it got Fairy Wind. That's right. It got Fairy Wind. That might be a really interesting one to use here. Um, is it just fairy or is it fairy psychic? It's fairy psychic. Fairy psychic, which means poison is neutral. I don't think so. You don't think so? I can check. Okay, please do. It's one of those things where it's like I don't. It's like electric's good against water, but does it resist it? No. Um, 
the other one here, it's back for a second we uh second month in a row. Um Hisui and Sneasel is back. Um so that's an interesting addition here. I don't know how well that plays as a poison fighting. No, it um, is weak to poison. It is weak to poison? Okay. But any psychic moves are going to be dealing super effective damage to poison. Poison. Okay. Um Oh wow. It also has high horsepower. Oh. So it does have some counters to poison. Body slam, psychic, mega horn, play rough, high horsepower. Interesting. Very interesting. And high horsepower is a buff move, right? It's a... No, it's the better bulldoze. I thought it buffs. Does it not buff itself? Huh. Interesting. And that's fast moves are fairy wind, psycho cut, and low kick. Yeah, that might actually be kind of a sleeper here. I don't know how this breaks down. I don't, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't looked into it very much, and I thought I would have some time today, but work? <laughs> um, That's another story. Uh, yeah, I won't get into that here. Um, but, um, yeah, an interesting combo. There's some normal types here. There's some, is it a nice combo, to be honest? Um, I don't know how much anything, any one thing is really going to dominate over everything else. Um, I wonder, let's see, because Hisuian Sneasler, or Hisuian Sneasel is going to be something I worry about. It's a fighting psychic. It covers its weaknesses. Um, or not a fighting psychic, a fight, fighting poison. Um, I wonder if Cantonian Sandslash is going to be really important or other things with ground. Um, so something like Beedrill with Drill Run. Um, I don't think Donphan's really going to play here a whole heck of a lot. Um, but that does have some ground option. Um, Hippowdon might actually be reasonable. I don't know what the moveset is of, um... Sandy Wormadam. It's not great. <laughs> okay. I can find that might also quick. be that might also be an interesting an interesting play here. So Sandy Wormadam has Bug Bite Confusion, mm-hmm. Bug Buzz, Bulldoze, and Psybeam. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's not fantastic. But I mean, as we've discussed, ground moves do need a bit of a buff. Need a little bit of a tweak, so. I mean, that's what high horsepower was. It was the intermedium between earthquake and. Yeah, but it wasn't given to a whole lot of ground type Pokemon. No. So. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I mean, what would you? I guess what move would you want to see added or changed? I'd have to look back at the. Like dig? Do you think dig needs to be reworked? It's not a bad option. It's not a bad place to start. Um. What would it be? A defense buff i'd have to look at it I'd, I'd have to look at all of what has it and oh there's a lot everything. of things that have it yeah it was a tm forever yeah um yeah i don't i don't know um because you want it to be actually useful against poisons but you don't want it to over dominate the meta so like making it a body same clone just like might be too much um because Body Slam is a great neutral move on things that aren't even normal. It's fantastic on normal types, but it's like on Pokemon that are beyond normal type. So, um, realistically, like it, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be that good. So, I don't know. I don't know what it would be. Yeah. Well, what, what would I ground, ground types in general, I think could, could use a buff ground types specifically could use a little bit of a buff. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's some, an argument to be made for most of the types. Cause right now we have a, a very water steel heavy meta, which not steel. Yes. What are you steel. talking about? Are they running steel type moves? Steel types. 
Right, but still, you know, I'm talking, talking about moves. moves. I'm talking about moves. I mean, if we're going to talk about moves, I think electric and fire need the most. We mm. need to be to have them yeah. be more relevant to balance out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a fast steel type move would change a little bit, but it doesn't really. It affects the dragons, and it affects the the um. It affects the dragons, and it affects the fairies. But what fairies other than nine tails are you seeing right now? Well, in these niche metas, you see. In the niche metas, yeah. fair, yeah. And I mean, even outside of in GBL, you will see Wigglytuff. You'll see Clefable. Mm, not as much as you'd think. You'll still they're still you're relevant. Still shrug, yeah. They're still relevant. It's yeah. still something that will then help balance the meta. I, there's a lot of things that need to be adjusted. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, it, nothing's nothing's outright broken. It's just there's a couple of things that are you see more regularly than the rest, and I think a ground. I mean, that's like the thing you were saying to me the other day. It's like there's just some things you don't have an answer to, and it's like, well, there's an answer. They just lack the stats or a move to get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, how many ground types? It's something like I think of Alolan Sandslash that was like okay. That with what was it? Uh, Shadow Claw is it's just a benefit for it. Um, I think of something like Diglett or Doug Trio. It has the stats. It has the level requirement. It has a reasonable bulk, but overall its performance is lackluster. Yeah, because its move set is just poor. Well, that and it's. If you compare it to something like G Stunfisk or even Excadrill, it doesn't perform as well as those two because it lacks the defensive capabilities. It's built to be more attack-weighted because in the main series, it's a speed attacker, which doesn't translate to Pogo. Oh, I thought I thought Dugtrio was bulk built. No. Okay. I thought I I want to say I looked at the stats and I'm like, why is this not better? And well, I blame, besides I blame its the moves, moves. <laughs> yeah. Dog. Like if they gave Doug, if they gave Doug Trio or a Lowland Doug Trio mud shot over mud slap, mm -hmm. I think we'd probably see a drastic change because then it would just be a never-ending spammer like Wizcash. I mean, you've seen how fast Wizcash gets to mud bomb. Mm -hmm. Both of them had mud bomb and rock slide. It would become a better G Fisk. Which I would prefer because it's vastly more accessible, but also is a shadow. So that's kind of dangerous. Well, that's just playing with fire at that point because that's a double-edged sword. Yeah, having um, having Alolan Doug Trio is probably might be something that's a little bit better. Um. It should be an interesting one. It's a little bit more limited, but a little bit more broad. So I'm I'm curious to see it. I think that's it. I don't got much else. No. So we'll see in two weeks uh, what is coming. Let's see. That should be, what, mid-March? So we might have the next Community Day announcement, which means we can actually talk about it. <laughs> um, also, we'll have what move the next community will have, which is, I think, more important. Um, we will have some follow-up on, excuse me, um, Vancouver Regionals. Uh, we'll have a complete unpacking of our thoughts as to the results and the overall event. Um, and we won't have a new self-meta. I think that'll be it. I don't know. We might have other stuff, other surprise stuff, whatever events come out between now and then. Um, it feels like they're going to be a little bit more, Niantic's going to be a little bit more selective as far as um, announcing events in the week or so before the event, not necessarily two weeks in advance. Um, so we will have to wait and see what events we get between now and then, now in the next Battle Science episode, uh, Battle Science podcast. Um, so we will kind of just have to wait and see. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. If you want to follow us, uh, we are at battle underscore science on Twitter. Um, you can send us an email at uh, battle science, battle science dot podcast at gmail dot com. 
um, go hit up the Discord link in the description down below. Uh, Discord is open to everyone. If you are so inclined, you can go back us uh, on the Patreon. I do recognize that it is hard financial times for just about everyone. Um, so uh, no obligations to back us over on Patreon, but it is there. Um, if you want to send a dollar a month our way or just a couple dollars once and, uh, you know, turn it off, you do have that option. Um, that is uh, patreon.com slash battle science. Uh, and catch the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts normally. Uh, that is your Spotify's, your Apple Music's, your uh, Google Podcasts, uh, etc., you can also find the podcast video on demand format over at youtube.com slash C slash battle science. Um, the battle science podcast video on demand format is there as well as uh, any Pokemon game streams um, and uh, tournament streams, etc. cetera, uh, will be up there as well. Um, and of course, live here every other Tuesday, uh continuing uh from this week um back from the odd scheduled from last week uh twitch.tv slash battle science for the battle science podcast and other live streamy goodness so thank you everybody for tuning in uh if you see us in vancouver do not be afraid to say hi um come over say hi um we'll talk uh progress tournament um, what it's like to be in the uh, frigid north of Canada. Um, hey. <laughs> I might have a big bag of coffee crisp that I'm willing to share. Um, boy, I love coffee crisp. I can't. Honestly, big highlight of going to Canada. I'm going to go get me like three bags of coffee crisp. <laughs> um, uh, come say hi over the weekend if you see us in Vancouver. Um, and if not, we will see you out there on the battlefield. Have a good night, everybody.